Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on back to the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Borgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Drew Bishop. Hello there. And we are proud to be joined for the very first time by one of the highlights of Team Militant Casual, Mr. Ben Smith. <laughs> hi, hi. Do we call you, like, the captain of Militant Casual North? I am uh, I'm Militant Casual Team Dad, uh, dearly departed from the Bay Area. So I left okay. Tommy as the substitute Team Dad. And you are now building Militant Casual's next outpost in the uh, great state of Oregon. That's correct, yep. Um, we have brought you on the show because you you talked in chat, uh, the group chat that we're all a member of, about a disgusting abomination of a list <laughs> that I had to ask you about. I believe it is Tel Travera, Boba Fett, and Nom Lum. It's uh, Tel Travera and, funnily enough, uh, Amon Azamine. Amon, that's right. That's yeah, right. Uh, Nom Lum, Tel Travera, yeah, and Amon. And you're just coming off the store champ where you did not win, but you went four and one or five and zero. Oh? Yeah, I was. I uh, went four and one and uh, finished in fifth. I was the bottom four and one just because the list uh, kind of bleeds MOV. Yeah. Uh, it, it I should have made the cut, but it was a new store, new TO. They weren't. Uh, they didn't weren't aware that this was supposed to be one of those advanced uh, structures, so they did a cut to four. And honestly, after five games, I was ready to die. So uh, <laughs> I would have been garbage in the the follow on game anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it was a really great experience, a really great new store, and a, a really fun time. So, yeah. Well, of so course, though, you, you were playing Jump Masters, right? So, of course, you wanted to kill yourself <laughs> after five games. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yes. <laughs> Sorry, the, the, the 1.0 leakage is coming through. Let me, let me, pl- let me plug the that salt, up. I, I detect a sudden increase in the salt, pres- <laughs> the salt reading. Right. Um, we have an atmospheric meter on our chat, and the NACL levels are increasing rapidly. <laughs> I mean, they're very different beasts to fly now, I will say. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty soon our atmosphere will be – the atmosphere of the chat will be similar to that of Venus. <laughs> I think that's more chlorine, but sure. Right. <laughs> hey. Space information. Yay. <laughs> Uh, ben, our, desi- our new designated atmospheric sign. Uh, atmospheric I'm sign actually totally not sure. Uh, I am about to start building an ast- astronomy class, so I probably should know. <laughs> um, but anyway, back on track. Yeah. Wow, we derailed quick. Um, yep. Back on track. So talk to us about this and how yep. it works. Yeah, so um, I- I'm going to talk a little bit about kind of where how I got to this list uh, to kind of – describe this so um you know i went to lvo with uh with, you know i was there with you vince i don't think drew you made it with us I did and, it, and um i you know some of us in militant casuals had built uh, a list of evolving one of brandon's lists that had some bomb throwing and a couple of skurgs and um i put teltravera in that list and um so did brandon and then tommy used dangar and tommy actually got a little bit further than us there than us there but in the sort of like lead up to that tournament, I'd been practicing a lot with the the new toilet bowl lids because they'd all gotten uh, a discount, and I really liked the way Tell preserved points, right? Because the first time he dies, he doesn't actually give full points, right? He comes back and you get to try again. So when I got back from being absolutely garbage at LVO and started to think about what I was going to do next uh, for hyperspace and and Thankfully, you know, the jump masters are legal there or not, thankfully, depending on your perspective. Um, I, started, I sat down to think, OK, well, let's try four. Uh, so I, I built a list that was Tell and Nom Lum, who is amazingly good, and a couple of Ion Cannon um, generics. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Uh, it was 
really good, but what I my, the the challenge I had with it was those two generics uh, and and those two other ships are just so big that they're just constantly in each other's way, and and to some extent, uh, you know, at high level play, what that leads to is like a tr- a train wreck, and I don't like train wrecks because they're unpredictable, right? Um, that, that train wreck is hard to figure out what, what to do next to maintain an advantage when you start with it. The, the blocking is good, but the self-blocking obviously is, is real bad. So I, I went from there, I cut out the two generics, and I thought, okay, what's really powerful right now? Oh, Boba Fett, duh. So is Boba Fett as good as you know two generic um, you know toilet bowl lids? Yeah. The answer to that is yes, except I'm absolute garbage with Boba Fett. Like I, I cannot do a single thing right with him. I, oh, I can't, no. I can't get into range one appropriately without having to boost. I don't know when to use the reinforce versus the focus. I just was not much good with it. Uh, so funnily enough, Drew, this this took me back all the way back to if you remember when we first played each other and met at a regional like four years ago. I was playing with a fire spray with bombs, uh, Cath Scarlet, and a couple of uh, like a Y wing and a couple of other ships. And I thought, okay, I'm really good at running away, and I'm really good at dropping bombs, and I'm really good at sealing lanes. And and I thought, I don't need Boba Fett. I need Emon Azamine with Boba Fett crew. So I kept Nom Lum, I kept Teltravura, because they're both excellent pieces, right? Nom Lum is just stupid good with Dengar. Uh Teltravera is good with punishing one, it turns out. And again, you know, you can give up half points basically twice with him. Uh, and, and typically when I lose uh, Teltravera, it's near the end of the game. So he comes back and he's still alive when, when time hits. And so uh, Amon allowed me to basically deal with uh, any kind of swarm, but also with uh, aces. <laughs> so, you know, I built this list thinking I'm going to run into a lot of droids because droids are the best swarm. Uh, turned out I was wrong, but it didn't matter because it worked okay on the other swarms too. So yeah, so Amon uh, plants himself on a rock, threatens uh, the bombs in the corners, or sorry, the rocks in the corners on the first turn, which I placed there, and then basically just march up the board with two toilet bowl lids and, um, you know, wreak havoc. That's basically how it worked. So the the jump masters are like, you you can't fly past us and and dodge us, and you're gonna bump, and then Emon is just gonna drop bombs on you, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's pretty much right. So uh, you know the the way it ended up working is if I was dealing with anything less than a swarm, um, you know I could kind of joust. I, I could run away with the fire spray and then flank, and then the two toilet bullets would joust. If I was dealing with a swarm, then I would use Amon to seal off one of the two lanes I'd created with the rocks. And um, typically, I'd be able to, you know, isolate a small group of the swarm on one side and just send the whole list there while they struggled to get through, you know, what yep. was left the rocks or what have you. Or, or, and and they couldn't just come at me, bro, because I'll just blow up that thing you're coming at, right? Yeah. And then yep. half your half your remaining swarm has lost points. Um, so you know, each ship has two green dice. Uh, each ship just focuses every turn. Uh, you know, contraband cybernetics on all three of them so that, uh, you know, the turn I need to do a sloop or a talon roll with whichever one to get it back in the fight, I've still got an action. Um, it's just, you know, and, and triple zero on Nam Lum, yeah, BT1 right. on Dengar, punishing one title. It just, it hits really hard. Um, did you 
did you ever remind your opponents that you were actually playing X-Wing 1.0 when you when you popped contraband and then and then slooped with those dumbasses? You know, I, I probably should have. I probably should have come with a warning label. I, you know, wow, each, each each game towards the end, I kind, I kind of was like, you know, I'm having a fantastic time in this game. I hope that this bomb list and these two toilet bowl lids are not, you know, like triggering PTSD or something from one photo right, on you. Right, wow. Um, and, and, and at this time, usually, you know, they were like, um, they, they didn't really want to <laughs> answer that question. They seemed yep, a little annoyed. Yep, yep. Um, so, exactly. so, yeah, it... it um, it's a, it's a list for hyperspace that I'm going to, I think, continue to put, you know, time into. I think I, I think I, you know, switching to Amon was the right call for me, but I think mm-hmm. that uh, if you're good with Boba Fett, you can fit Boba and Maul uh, and, uh, and do awful things with it too. Freaking awesome, and, man. Uh, just to remind everyone, Tel Travera's rule is he comes, once he dies for the first time, he comes back with a certain number of whole points? Yeah, so you you discard all the cards, right, that are, that are on him at the moment. They're face-up damage cards, face-down damage cards, what have you. You keep uh, tokens, you know, you keep a lock, you keep a stress if you've got it, but... Uh, uh, and, the card... and, and crit tokens. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, so, and then you deal out five new cards... Um, and you know, there's probably a world in which you put R5 on Tell, and you just when you come back, you just start deleting those cards. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't have the points for it, but I mean, that would be amazing to me. Is just like, oh, I, you know, I start with one, I'll come back in the corner, and now I've got two health. Now I've got three health, <laughs> right? Wow, that's um, so pretty I, good, man. That's pretty good. So, so that might be worth exploring too. I just uh, I didn't feel like trying that out for the first time on Sunday. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Is it of interest to anyone here that even with the, after the changes to regen, people are are moving towards R5 just because that mechanic is still broken? The ability to take <laughs> points away from your opponent? Well, you know, it's funny because my first opponent on Sunday, he did he had that setup. So he, it was a yeah. Dutch, um, a, a Garvin, and two Red Squadrons, and he'd used R5 instead. Um, I actually don't think it's as effective as R2. Uh, and and the... Isn't. Yeah, because, um, you know, I was able to get him down below that, and then he just, I all I really had to do is, you know, keep plinking away, right? Um, because the sh- it's not quite the same as getting that shield back, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but I, it is interesting to me that now folks are looking for that um, edge, right? Yeah. If regen's expensive, what can I do instead? <laughs> Yeah, right, cheap, cheaper, less good regen, but still regen, yeah. right? Like, but also regen that doesn't take away your shot. Right, just, also I, true I think this too. Comes back to the point that I think this comes back to what we all kind of knew innately, and it was that regen itself was not the problem. It was the combination of five straight double repositions and yeah. then regening your health. Yeah, right. I, I mean, of course, we all know who we're talking about. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I was going to say why, you know, every suddenly every faction who can take an astromech droid realized like, man, I don't have Plo Koon, so why don't we all just have Plo Koon, right? <laughs> to, to pull the orange token and just heal and shoot still? Like, dang. Yeah, for, for me, it's still at the cost of that that uh, action, right? So, I mean, yep. Yep. that's the thing that makes me think that it might not be worth the points necessarily until, until regen. And if you're not going to get to regen, uh, sorry, not regen, but rebirth at the, at the board edge. So, um, I'm not sure if it's worth the investment, uh, yep. to be honest. Um, I, it just means it's going to be broken with resistance because you can have Leia coordinate that action, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, true. 
Um, you, so uh, you want to talk about no, no, no. You want to talk about what's going to break it? And I'm ca- I'm not going to call this, but I'm telling you, I will not be shocked. That new uh, that new Republic crew with the focus into a purple coordinate. Oh, is that Ala Secura? That's something like that. You yeah. want to talk about a way to make R five on a Jedi playable? That's how you do it. Right, right, right. Like, because then you're not giving up your action, and the ship that you're coordinating from isn't giving up his. Really. Mm-hmm. Before we derail any further, though, I want to I want to listen to more of Ben about this tournament. Ben, I got a question for you. Was there yep. anything that 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 you struggled with in the tournament? Um, or struggled against? Yeah, I, told, I mean, the the thing I would say about the the list I brought is that it's going to ride the edge of of wins and losses because. You know, it's not three abnormally strong pieces. It's just three somewhat undercosted pieces, right? I think, yeah. I think Nam Lum is probably three to four points too cheap. Um, having played Teltravura pretty extensively over the last month or two, I'm pretty sure Tell's a point or two ch- too cheap. Um, and you know, Amon and Bombs are are what they are. Uh, so yeah. you know, what I had to <clears throat> what I had to do is I had to very carefully use those bombs to keep folks away right and do that long enough that i had the advantage um so you know what i faced uh i faced that that uh four ship list first then i faced uh seven m3s two with um (laughs) oh my god yeah so two with tractor beams five with auto blasters and one of them was sunny and that's right it's really great that might have been my hardest game all day that i didn't lose um, and it was really just about managing my position so the two tractors couldn't get aimed at the same person, right? So, you know, my, my upside against that list is I'm two big hulls and one medium-sized hull. So he's got to put a number of tractor beams on me in a given turn, right? They don't stick around. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was it, that was a really tough fight. And uh, I, th- I think that one I ended up, I, I won my first two games by a combined total of about 20 points. And that game was an eight-point win at the end of it. It was just, it was just gross. Um, after that, I played uh, a buddy I brought with me actually from here and he was playing Vader Duchess and three ties. Was it and Rick? no, no, no. It was a local okay. uh, guy named Rob Morris um, who is one of our newer players and has started to get interested in um, competitive play. Uh, so yep. this was his very first actual tournament. He'd run in my leagues, but this was the first time he'd gone uh, traveling um, and he started two and zero, so we we faced each other at that point. Wow. And the problem is, is that I know exactly how Rob plays, uh, and he uh, hit that wall, right? That wall that new players hit after a couple of games, and uh, he he jousted with Duchess, and that was a mistake. Uh, don't don't hey uh, kids, if you're listening, PSA, don't don't joust with Duchess. Never no. never. Yeah. No. Uh, so then I played five. PSA, everyone, don't take Duchess. Wow! Wow! I, um, I, 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 let's come back to that. Uh, <laughs> um, then I played against five uh, special forces ties, just naked special forces ties, doing that thing wow. they do. And that okay. that game, I I managed to control the the rocks and uh, my positioning pretty well. I I baited uh, him with tell and just got tell out of dodge and was able to bring later in the game tell back in to just get a point edge on that one and then of course the one i really had trouble with was it was fet um namlum but not built with dangar which is a mistake uh you should glue <laughs> dangar to namlum and uh he used a, rather than using fen he used a skull squadron so he could have more things on uh boba fett yeah um, 
so that was you know four and zero versus four and zero, and it was we were both tired. Um, I made more mistakes than he did, uh, and I still was one damage away from from winning. Um, and he was smart enough on that last turn not to fire at my tell, who would have then been able to um, Dengar and fire back. So, alas. Um, but yeah, it was it was. Um, Dang. I, I think probably yeah that seven M three A. I'd never expected to see it, and that probably was. Uh, the toughest fight. Uh, in fact, he finished, I finished fifth, that player finished sixth and, uh, the five Ty SF guy finished, uh, right behind us at seventh. So, mm-hmm. uh, they were the top three and twos. Oh, wow. Wow. So yeah. what, what, what actually wound up winning the tournament? Uh, funnily enough, two Ty Barons with daredevil and, um, Kylo Ren with advanced optics. Uh, so it was mm-hmm. hollow and Von Reg. Um, okay. he, he was the guy I would have played with my bombing list if the cut had been eight, eight players like it should have been. Right. And right. I think that's a good matchup for me, actually. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of sad, but then again, I would have fallen asleep at the table. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was, a wow. you know, this is a, a new store with a new community and, and, uh, some of the guys from that community placed very well in this first tournament. So they're doing a great job of, uh, ramping people in. That's excellent. It's, and you're doing a great uh, job of uh, culminating them, right? Yeah, I think they were just happy that the guy from <laughs> California did not make the cut. <laughs> didn't come up there and steal it. Um, what, so, did yeah. Rick go to the tournament as well? No, um, no, it was just, uh, this was a, uh, so I'll talk a little bit about why I picked this one. <laughs> so I had a rough time in, in Vegas. And as you guys know, I've had some uh, mental health challenges over the last year. And I was mm. thinking about quitting competitive X-Wing. What? Uh, and just judging. Uh, I was thinking, you know, Vegas, I had a great time with the folks at Vegas, uh, all the folks who traveled there, but my X-Wing experience was bad because I let it be bad and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, Drew, you know right. the struggles I've had. I do, uh, I do. Yeah. Um, so I got back and my therapist said, hey, try this and 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 do it one more time. Don't just give up. Don't run away. Don't what have you. And so uh, I, what the thing I tried was um, taking some CBD oil. Uh, to try to deal with my pre-tournament jitters that often turn then into nerves throughout the day. Right, right. So I said, okay, I'll do that, but I need to pick the right tournament. And um, this this new store in Beaverton is a little bit further from the real ass kickers uh, up in the Washington area. Like I didn't want to show up and get just beat around the 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 store by like um, guys from Vancouver or Blair Bunky. Um, so I was like, okay, let's try this. Let's see, you know, I, some of the great players from Portland will show up, but it might be a little bit more of a mix of newer players and, and veterans than if I went to like Seattle or or Portland proper. Uh, and so that was my goal was just to go and have a fun experience playing X-Wing, try this thing out, see if it manages my, my nerves and, and what have you and, and try to have a good day. And, uh, and it all kind of worked out. So that was great. Excellent. Excellent. That makes me, makes me very happy. Thank you for for uh, uh, being honest with us and talking about this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it is important to be open and honest about you know mental health. It's it's as important to talk about as physical health, honestly. So I'm it happy is, to do it. Is, it. Yeah. Well, especially in a in a competitive setting as well, right? You know, coming into a tournament and those those jitters are hard to shake off sometimes, especially for people who haven't either never done a tournament before, haven't done one in a while or are like hoping to do well and are just like kind of nervous, right? Like it's, it's something we all go through to some degree. Um, but of course, you know, some worse than others. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, I I definitely pick up jitters. Um, when I'm about to, when I'm about to play like a name is when they get really, really bad. 
when I'm playing, like for some reason, I can play. You know, like I'll tell you honestly, when I play against Drew, Ben, I'm fucking terrified. Oh, because, me too. Because I know who wow. the better player at the table is, and it's not me. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Like, I mean, it's, I'm just gonna give, I'm just gonna give Drew props here. Like, uh, you know, I had played Drew several times, and then uh, at Isle of Ga- Gamers, where I did win my store champs, it was largely because Drew is is a real gentleman. Uh, and uh, you know, in 1.0, when you miss an activation, you're you're hosed. In 2.0, that's not true anymore. But uh, you know, you let me have that big shot that I should probably not have had, and uh, you didn't have to do that. And uh, you know, that probably was up to that point my best day of x-wing uh and you know it's largely thanks to you sir uh i don't i wouldn't i it but like that's the thing though man you you had it right like yeah those the if you if there were no jitters right like you had yes. won that game and that was why i was sweating balls man yeah because i knew it i knew i was yeah i was i'm, I'm a washed up old coot who used to be good <laughs> at this game and I, those are the jitters that i go through because i'm like oh man now everyone has gold and silver dice and i suck i have not won a tournament <laughs> In in like it, it feels like to me it's been a while. Drew's gold and silver dice are actually blessed by Satan. But that's not <laughs> he well. Not, he well. should not be allowed to bring them to, to events. Yeah. I mean, the boy cannot roll anything but paint. Yeah, he cannot roll. Uh, I've 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 seen it, but I've also you know seen it go the other way for for Drew as well. So I and for I've, I've yet to see the other way. Oh well. Wow. You, Give it, give it time. It happens. Yeah, like, it, it, yep. Yeah, it's like a chainsaw. You gotta fill, you gotta fill the gas up <laughs> every once in a while. Like my two, Drew. I think we've played six, five or six times, something like that. Yep. And every tournament we go to, we play each other. Every. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Every it's single, not. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. That's uh, that's me and the Hansons, by the way. Like every tournament I go to, where either Patrick or Brian are there from our militant casuals crew. Yeah. Yeah. I end up playing at least one of them and usually both. Dude, that's my wife and, and Natty Patty. That's it. Yep. That's them. Every time every time she comes to a tournament, she plays him in, in you know the game before the top cut or like yeah. in the top cut. And it's just like she hates it. She hates it. She loves you guys, yeah, but I, she hates Yeah. <laughs> I am waiting for the return of Extended because I have a score to settle with Patrick Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I have biz- we have business to attend to. Yeah. Uh, after I, I, it wasn't a the military, I think it was the military casual open. Uh, me and me and Patrick have some un, we have unfinished business to quote Uma Thurman. Um, but I wanted to turn you guys' attention to this little website that I believe we, we are under the impression that Chris Allen is responsible for this uh, magnificent creation. Happy um, birthday, Chris Allen! Happy birthday! Sorry, continue. <laughs> you're, always knowing, you're always knowing one more little thing about X-Wing than I do. Um, but there are some very interesting stats on this page and some stats that are downright um, disgusting. So I'm just going to say what we all know. I'm, I'm just going to grab what I like, and then we'll talk about it. So the top two ships on this list, the most lists entered uh, are Boba Fett and Fenral, both with win percentages of 59%, almost 60 and uh, both with a uh, with a cut rate of what thirteen percent and sixteen percent, while also being the most popular ships, basically in the meta right now. No, the, I, I mean, as far as I know, as far as I know, right? These are the only ships in the scum faction. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We we just we just had a we just had a huge. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Yeah. Nom yeah. lum. Come on. No, no, Drew, don't don't tell that to Ollie. 
Oh, I know. I know. He's already. Don't, yeah. Don't know Ollie Pock now. Um, but he's he's different. Uh, but I mean, what do, what do we think about the fact that these ships have a sixty percent win rate, and once they get into the cut, Boba Fett has a seventy percent win rate. I I mean, Boba Fett is clearly the best ship in it, in in hyperspace. hyperspace. Yeah. In hyperspace, yeah, yeah. you know, his natural predators are gone. Uh, All of them. And and if you can fly him with at least minimal con competence which i cannot he's just so damn good and against everything that's that's yeah. what where his value is right it doesn't really matter if it's a swarm or whatever like hello re-rolls right he's he, he's rorschach right he's like you know you're not i'm not locked in here with you you're locked in here <laughs> with me as soon as he makes the cut he just starts taking names and i think the other i i keep coming back to this should uh, is there any question now that the fire spray chassis is the best medium ship in the game? Uh, not at all. Uh, from the beginning, should, from should the, there ever have been a question? No, I was going to say from the beginning of 2.0, I I stand behind it. The 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 fire spray was the best medium based chassis, if not the best chassis in the game. Yeah, like it's stat line, it's it's uh, action bar, it's two upgraded it's pilots, two well, one, dice, a two, white two, one hard and a boost. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yep. I mean, seriously, like, uh, you know, as I said, as I was going through developing the list I took, I started with Boba Fett and, you know, that was fun. Uh, but it, would, it turns out that it's the chassis that's good, right? Like, yeah. Amon Azamine, I think, is um, as viable as uh, as Fett with the right play style. And it's largely because that is just a, a great, great freaking ship. It's It's like... It's like taking an ace and putting it on a medium base. Like that shouldn't be legal. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I mean, granted, you can't bar barrel roll, right? But the the white boost is just stupid. It's but really do, dumb. But you can three talon roll and boost, yeah. or four K and boost, which yep. is also like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I mean, oh, contraband yeah. cybernetics, by the way, probably also too cheap. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I can tell you that I was very that in this meta, I'm very sad that I can't put. Uh, contraband cybernetics on my uh, Rebel Falcon anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you yeah. can thank uh, you know the two ship Rebel jerks for that. Jake Mooney, shout out, bro. Love you. <laughs> wow. Uh, look, I, I all 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 joking aside, I don't care that Jake Mooney ruined Falcons for everyone else. That list, I think, is still maybe the biggest monster of 2.0, except for Fet Fen. I mean, the thing is, Fet Fen can fit a third friend too. Well, sure. Like, if you minimized, if you minimized it out, but I mean, I think, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I, I'm pretty sure Fen Fet is the monster it is because of exact how much you can stack on the fire spray and how little you need to put on Fen Rao. Right. Like you really only need three points on Fen Rao, and it's called fearless. That is really that is a really interesting question, though. Do Ben, do you think that a third ship is better than the two? I think Nam Lum is better oh. than the, the two ship build yes i do um i think uh boba fen pared down and nom lum with the right upgrade is probably better uh it, it's just more margin of error right and you know in the in the uh what it was in the mirror match against a two ship then you've got that big body that also with dangar on it if you got the points is just gonna do auto damage yeah go ahead shoot me Spend that. Go ahead. Spend that focus, please. Yeah. Shoot me, you coward. Right. Right. 
Wow. <laughs> ben, you've, you've probably got more experience with Nomlum than both me and Drew combined. That's yeah. a stretch. Um, talk to us through your build on this guy. What is his strength and how does one play against him in your opinion? Yeah. Uh, so Nomlum, you know, first advantage is that he's actually one initiative. Right. So when you talk about going up against the the generic lists and the blocking lists, all of a sudden you potentially can be the blocker. Right. Mm -hmm. When you when you go up against Focho or or what have you um, at the one in it, you're you're deadly. Uh, But the thing that's really great about Nomlum is uh, if you don't, uh, you know, get to sort of block uh, when they shoot you you're creating new opportunities to shoot back. And when you pair that with Dengar, uh, you, you know, they're going to have to think twice in a couple of situations. First of all, uh, if they're down to one hole and they don't have a focus token, uh, I had people I played against choose not to shoot uh, yeah. this weekend. And, and that, that won me games. Uh, I had people choose to shoot and spend their focus. And then I rolled Dengar and got a hit and killed a ship. And that got me, uh, points I needed towards winning a game. Um, you know, so, you know, Nomlum is a great blocker. It's a big body. Uh, you know, it's a terrible dial, but when you have contraband cybernetics and you just, uh, you, you do need to practice with it, right? Because that dial is so bad, you have to understand how to set up the rocks and you have to understand how to fly with the rocks and, and sort of find the the rare opportunity to do your K turn or what have you, where you won't be pointed in the wrong direction when you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it does take a lot of practice, but if you get that practice in and you uh, understand when and where to pop contraband cybernetics, uh, it's just, he's, like I said, I think he's three to four points at least too, too cheap. He's that good. Um, I mean, you're talking about a lot of hole. You're talking about two green dice. You're talking about having to focus every time and auto potentially auto damage. Right. And the thing about that is it's, you know, people don't really know how to think about that 50-50 chance. Uh, and so when he, it's one of those things where you get to uh, kind of put players in a position to make mistakes. And that's part of winning X-Wing games, right, is, is making people think and, and think hard and accidentally make the wrong choice. So that combo is deadly for that. Oh, my God, I didn't it's even... So that his, his ability and the upgrades you put on him perfectly sync with his initiative. Yeah. Um, so I, so I built him, sorry, I didn't even get to this. Sorry. Um, so, you know, I built him with auto blasters, uh, because, um, you're going to be sort of oftentimes, uh, pointing at somebody's behind, uh, because you've gotten behind them after a K turn or what have you, because you, you blocked one turn and then you got behind. Uh, and so that auto, if, uh, crit getting through, uh, is really awful for, for opponents. Um, and then he had triple zero so that because he's in front and he's going to be at range of one of guys, I can then threaten also, Hey, do you want to be stuck going that direction next turn? Uh, or do you want to give me a calculate? So now I've got more mods, right? Mm-hmm. Also BT one is on uh tell Travera. So now I'm threatening another crit when tell with, you know, punishing one is throwing three or four dice. So that, you know, is a good solid combo there too, which doesn't have to be tell, but in my build, it was, um, so let's see. And then Contraband, right? The, the get out of jail free card, because particularly with Nom, who is in front, uh, you're going to have to turn around relatively early, early in the game. You're going to have to you know, take yep. a red maneuver. And so yep. um, doing that, having the focus and potentially auto blastering somebody who you just passed by, uh, it's just, it's gross. Uh, auto blaster is probably a couple points too cheap. Um, so. 
Well, I think Auto Blaster is probably at three points because of its uh, its range limitation, mm-hmm. and it's it's still only two die. True, but now and, put that on a big to... ship, right? That range two band is much larger. So, so I'm wondering, you know, as I think this through, I'm thinking maybe it, you know, when I say it's too cheap, it might just need to be one of those things they scale for ship size, right? Maybe it's fine at three points for an M3A, but on yeah. a but big ship, large, Jesus, give it like an extra inch of literally an extra inch of range. God, it's, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I, you know, X Wing Top X Wing, sorry, Top Top X Wing is played down to the millimeters, right? When you have an extra inch, yeah, you know, you take a mile, right? So, yeah, no, it's it's uh, big. more than just competitive gaming. Um, <laughs> Jeff's not here. I had to do it, Drew. Oh yeah, my. no, I, 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 what is it? What, what is the, the Stewie line? Well, I suppose I walked it right into that one. Now, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, I set it up too, and you guys still walked into it. I, I, yeah. I, I, want, I want y'all to know that. I will walk uh, into I, your extra inch. Any day of the week. Oh, God damn it, you made it weird. <laughs> Whoa. What kind of podcast is this? Hold on, hold on. So the one thing, so the one thing I wanted to say really though, we don't even jumping really, that. jumping really back to Boba Fett, I didn't even yeah. think, dude, his t- the Slave One title, mm-hmm. the, your fifty-fifty shot of like blocking him doesn't even work. Yep. Right? Like, holy cow, man! That is, Slave that is One just crazy. Built up Boba Fett is the best ship in this game right now. Slave One is mm. amazing, and, and yeah. you know the the problem, the one thing I wish I could get on to this Amon Azamine build and still do what I was doing is that title, but instead I kind of have to have Androsta. You have um, to, yeah. Yeah, because I, I need the second bomb, but also what's great, what is great about it is uh, I can reload the seismics, so in a couple of my games I, we were down to two obstacles, basically. And at that point, your big bodies are so much more valuable, yeah. uh, just because they're, they're not going to land on crap, and they become the obstacles. So, you know, tell and and um, Nom both become extra valuable when you've opened up the space as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it really the, the list is good in aggreg- aggregate, uh, more so than any piece is totally um, terrible. Except Nom, Nom is bad. Uh, just hard, uh, unfun to play against. I suspect. Yeah, I played against I've played against him exactly one time on uh, Tabletop Simulator, and I have to say that that ability really does do exactly what you tell it to. It does force you to make that decision on whether or not you're willing to give up your focus against two green die with a focus and that may end up punching you back. Yep. So I, I played against it when I was running my two E-Wings and Luke list. Mm-hmm. Now, that list is not admittedly as powerful as it could be. Um, I hadn't changed anything at all. But even with FCS, and I absolutely target locked Nom Lum with both of them, because he was a bigger threat than one of the than the robots that were his cover, um, he was just plinking damage off me every turn, and I only have eighteen health to give up, and it only takes two before the next thing that hits me probably hits my hull. Yeah, I mean, against the special forces ties, I got it to a point with sort of the bomb damage or what have you that I any any time he fired at Nom with a special forces tie, I was getting to half points on that ship if I rolled a hit yeah. with Dengar, and that's. That is, I mean, it's, it's kind of not fair <laughs> that, that, that is so. So going back to this little list, uh, it should surprise no one that the, uh, third most popular ship, according to this is Kylo Ren. Uh, it's excuse me. It's, for... it's, it's some guy named Ben. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm deleting that terrible joke. Wow. 
So we're li- it, it we're looking at a ship with a 55% win rate once it gets into the cut 47.06. So I want to let's let's put it this way. Kylo Ren better against the field than against the other competitive lists. I mean, he's got the hull to survive. He's got the force, and if played correctly with the right ships, you know, in, in which case another ship that we're going to talk about almost directly underneath Kylo, um, it can be pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, but I'm I, asking, does he? Uh, you know, it's just as one of the few ships on here with a below fifty percent cut yeah. win rate. So, so might suffer against a lot of things. Be, does he suffer against uh, essentially it, it's, the other it swarms? Pirates? You think so? I think yeah. so. I, 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 I think, think so that I think what you know what he's feasting on in uh, in Swiss is the randomness of facing other aces, the randomness of facing you know five ship lists that you know he can successfully get around. But I suspect that that is a much harder fight when you're dealing with you know eight robots, you know pluck <laughs> plucking rocks and uh, hiding behind them and and uh, you know throwing more dice than he gets to uh, you know evade or fight. Yeah, it could, could be Fen Rao as well, um, particularly in hyperspace. Because, you know, we all love to talk about how hard it is to punch through damage on three green die with the Force. You know who doesn't have a problem pumping damage through uh, against three of eight ships with the Force? His name is Fen Rao. Especially a fearless Fen Rao. Because he'll joust Kylo all day. All day. Yeah. Carefully, carefully, but but Yes. You don't really joust carefully, Drew. But but you're right. That probably is another reason why in the, in the cut he's starting to suffer is because you know Fen does win that match, and there yeah. are a yeah. lot of Boba Fen out there. Also, you know, and and that working that is their way the, through Swiss. And that is the ultimate thing, though. If Fen doesn't do it for Kylo, Fett will kill him. Right? Like it's yeah, not yeah. it's not one. It's both of them. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that Fen can absolutely or Fett can chew up the three SFs. Or the four epsilons, or whatever garbage Kylo brought with him. <laughs> Jesus, that, no, come on, that's what it is. We all know that that's what it is. That you bring those to keep Kylo mostly untouched until you get to the end game. Right. And by then, you hope you've chipped off enough that Kylo can clean up. The problem is, you know who does a really shitty job of damaging Boba Fett? Two die shots with a focus <laughs> token. Yep. Like it's really that simple. Yeah. Uh, shout yep. out Tyler Tippett. Um. Next on the list, I don't know how he's this high. It shouldn't – no one believes this. Luke Skywalker as the fourth most popular ship in hyperspace. Uh, a more, a slightly more pedestrian, pedestrian win rate of 50%. An atrocious cut win rate of not even 39. So barely one game in three in the, in the top cut does Luke win. I think that's probably more to do with Rebels overall than any problem with Luke. But – at the same time, when you look at everything above him, who is he strong against? Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have anything that like jumps out to me versus Kylo, Fen, or Fett. Like, there's really nothing that he does except for like he gets the extra force when you're defending. That's not that's not what he needs, right? Like, no, and you're you're really talking about if you're gonna ever build Luke to fight any of these. You're talking an additional points investment of at minimum nine, and that nine is plasma torpedoes. Yeah, and it, you know the other thing I think about Luke is his repositioning is pretty weak, yeah. um, especially relative to Kylo and and 
and Fen, right? Because, yeah, you could boost, but then you're throwing fewer dice. And against Boba yep. Fett, you cannot afford to throw fewer dice, right? Nope. Um, yep. And, you know, sure, he can barrel roll, but if he does that, then he's not doing what you need him to do, which is target lock, right? Yep. You know, Luke's strength is target lock and use his force on offense and then regen it on defense. And yep. if he can't do that because other ships are flying around him at the same initiative, he's just... Or higher. I mean, Fen should tear him apart, right? Usually does, in yeah. my experience. Yeah. 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 And and as you say, I think it is about Rebels. He doesn't have another premium piece. I mean, the thing about Boba Fett and Fen is they complement each other, right? Yeah. And then Kylo, as you say, you just throw bodies in. Uh, yeah. What do you do with Luke? I mean, Luke's friends are themselves, you know, big bodies, but they're not necessarily maneuverable enough to get shots on Boba and Fen and Kylo when they need to. So no, the, the majority of, of rebels right now in, in uh, hyperspace really is I four. Yeah. Like you're talking Braylon. Yep. I can't believe I'm going to say this name out loud. Jack. Garvin. Yep. Ten numb. No, Gina's yep. not anything unless you add her to a Braylon or a 10 numb. Yeah. And a, an I five B wing is yawn. Right. But like that's not the most important thing in the world for a B wing. I mean, you know, there there is one build I, I've been playing with here where you do you make uh, Gina the tractor uh, bot for those other two, um, yes. and that's I, really I good. But the problem is, again, you don't have you don't really have an endgame piece then, right? Because a B wing just is not going to be able to deal with if you're dead in the endgame with Fed or or Kylo, you're just you're dead. Well, if, I mean, the other part that if you run into a, a scum player, Fen Rao is going to two tap your B wings. Yeah. And you're lucky yep. to put, you'll be lucky to put two damage on him. Yeah. You're going to be lucky to have Ark because he's going to know exactly, exactly how to dodge you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. Um, scrolling down or, you know, moving down a little bit. We're going to talk about one ship in particular. And it's, again, <laughs> not anything anyone is surprised by. I'm going to say this out loud. The Trade Federation drone uh, Vulture class droid fighter is the most effective ship in 2.0 period. I would agree. I it's mean, you, it's, yeah. a, the, it's the equivalent of a 65% winner outside the cut and inside that goes up to damn near 70. Yeah. You can't argue with the stats They're They are what they are. Yeah. And it also is the most cut matches. It also, it is the best winner in the cut and with the most matches in the cut. Uh, what else do you say about that? And with no bid, by the way, with like, a, I'm looking at, you know, the number there says 0.089. So look, I'm playing with a you know with 199. Fett and Fen have an average of seven and eight and a half to, uh, individually. So, I mean, like, at what point do we just say that this thing is too good? I mean, just to speak to that, like that's what I built my list to try to deal with because yeah. I expected to see just tons and tons and tons of them. And you know, what was interesting to me actually is instead I saw a lot more like Boba. Fen or Boba and and friend, um, I'm not sure where the droids are in the Pacific Northwest, but they were taking the day off at the very least. Yeah, the 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 store event that me and Drew went to, there were almost none. I don't. Think there I was none. Any. There was no CIS at that tournament. Yeah, CIS so I, I was non-existent. People, I think people bring out the droids for the paid events. Hmm. For the for the ones where you actually start bringing home some hardware. Yeah, I was gonna say where you can win, where you can really win big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drew, uh, I remember Drew, 
Drew was asking if we're going to play another round and if there was store credit. They said no, and Drew's like, all right, well, we're out. <laughs> I mean, well, so hold on. I had I had things to do, and the biggest I, I, I the biggest thing was, that. well, I mean, I made I mean, my claim to fame and my wife's claim to fame was, you know, we, we, we generate our income for the games off of store credit. And if they if stores don't give store credit, then not that it's not worth it to us, but when it's a forty five minute drive yeah. and a ten dollar entry fee, like it's not worth it. Yeah. Yep. I mean I wonder if a little bit of it is, you know, in, in the store champs or what have you, people have decided it's just not worth the grind of, of running seven or eight ships. Um, particularly trade federation drones. Um, right, right. You know, it's just you, you, I think we all know how fatiguing it is to 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 play multiple rounds once you've got five, six or seven dials you're having to think about every turn. And, you know, store champs just doesn't have the prestige. So why not try something a little more fun? Why not try something that is three ships and doesn't, you know, kill you by the end of the day? Right, yep. right. Yeah. Moving on down the list, uh, everyone's favorite overrated and fake ace, Major Von Reg. <laughs> um, I just want to point this out. I'm right. This is a 47% win rate ship. I'm right. He well, sucks. I mean, and that well, that's the big thing too. We haven't, I haven't seen any Von Reg on stream, but I would not be surprised if watching those those matches, Von Reg is just running away from most of the time. Like he's not yeah. actually, he's he's bait. No, I mean, he's very good at surviving. Thinks, yeah, but nobody in their right mind thinks that. Major Von Reg is the best part of Kylo Von Reg Hollow. He's the third best part. I, yeah. I'm not going to dispute that. <laughs> right, and but then here, and this is we're going to talk about his cut win rate here. Uh, but I want to point out that this is a tiny sample size compared yeah. to most of the others. Uh, so essentially, he's got six matches in this system, and he's won, and a list including him have won four of them. That's I'm sorry. That's too small for me to consider a full sample size. I mean, that especially it can literally be two players at, at two events. Right. I, I was just going to say, especially as you say, like the six holes above the six pilots above uh, Major Von Rig, there's a lo lot more data, right? 26, 14, 13, 17, yeah. 22, 23. Once you hit Major Von Rig, what you're really seeing is, you know, not only are those top six ships more popular, thereby an order of magnitude more popular than the ships that are starting to, you know, gather yeah. data below that. Or, you know, the ships that are below that that are popular are bad. Like, legitimately bad. Yeah, because if there's that's the hard cutoff for anything above about, you know, about 50% that isn't Luke. Because then you're talking about 47, 42, 47, 46, 40, 43, 47, 45. And then you have the Zealous Recruit. Yeah, that's where I was now. looking which is a massive outlier. Um, but again, like this is what I, I mentioned this to Drew earlier. Ollie Pocknell loves the recruit. Yeah. And look, if the man himself says that there's something there, probably something there. It's, it's really good. I mean, the, the list I did lose to uh, up at Gongai, it was Boba Fett, Nam Lum and a zealous recruit. Yeah. And that, that zealous recruit can do uh, a whole lot of work. It's, it's not Fen. Right, but if you've used those points to make Namlum or uh, Boba Fett even better, uh, then you know you're getting your value out of it. Also, just from a positioning standpoint, having it be at initiative one means that you can set up a block with Nam, and then just you know a millimeter behind him, you have a focused zealous recruit. Right, right. You you set up that range one shot. That's how exactly. they work together. It's good. 
And after that, like, we're talking about six games, five games, eight games, one game, three games. This is kind of – this is the garbage I, is the most painfully brutal way to say it. This is all the stuff that is finishing in, like, second through eighth place. Right. Right. And so speaking of the one thing I want to note is – you have to go 15 ships down to hit the first resistance ship. Yeah, I was going to get there. Yep, and, yep, uh, yep. Surprising no one, that first resistance ship is ZZT <laughs> Who's probably the best ship in resistance right now, right? I think so. The right. the double token stacking, a lot of the times you don't need it, but every almost every opponent that I've played with ZZ... They say, yeah, you know, getting that extra token means that I didn't shoot ZZ that turn, and I chose to shoot another target. Look and how far down Poe is. Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't check. Oh my, past Greer. Past, oh my god, past everything. Except for the blue skull. Oh my gosh, it's like, that's too far. Oh my god, 0% cut rate. Yep. Wow. What's super weird about that? from my perspective is I've been playing a, a number of lists that have Kova in it. And I actually, even though, you know, there's not a lot of people playing Kova, I'm shocked that more people aren't playing Kova because the things that make Kova really good are hyperspace legal. Leia and uh, R4, or sorry, R4. R4? Yeah, R4 are yeah, both R4. legal. Um, you know, so I had been, you know, in this while I'd been working on this, this scum list that I ultimately ended up taking to, the uh, the hyperspace uh, store champs. I'd also been working on a couple of uh, fireball plus Kova plus whatever lists that have been mm-hmm. really fun and probably will be what I take to the next one uh, that are very good. Um, and it's because Kova is stupid. So <laughs> I like it. She's great. I used to run her. I ran a variant of Ryan Farmer's list that he did yeah. well with at the. Oh, I don't remember what tournament it was. But uh, but yeah no I've been trying I've been trying with Poe and Vince has finally convinced me that uh, while Oscar Isaac is incredibly sexy he is <laughs> his he is just not worth it in this game at least not yet. Ben, well, this is an Oscar Isaac fan podcast. So I just want to put that out there. All, <laughs> all of us have have uh, made our particular feelings about Oscar Isaac's very clear. Fair. I was just gonna say about that. Um, uh, Kova plus Poe plus. Uh, an A-Wing did very, very well this weekend down at a store champs in the LA area. They talk about it on this week's um, Fly Better podcast. Uh, that might that list might be the one that brings Poe back uh, and, and really into the hyperspace meta. Uh, it's, essentially, it's essentially, Vince, if you remember at LVO, the, the really gross um, Millennium Falcon plus Kova plus A-Wing yeah. build. It's essentially Ray, that. But, normally, but, normally Ray, Nia, and Kova. Yeah, right. Death Ray. Um, so now it's Poe <laughs> with with BB-8, uh, basically supernatural. So you know yeah. Kova can br- make any Poe <laughs> maneuver blue, and then you reveal BB-8, and you're exactly where no one expects you to be. So I'm gonna play around with that a bit up here uh, and terrorize people. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. That sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot wait to uh, to abused my poor locals <laughs> now we know why he moved to oregon um <laughs> one more thing i want to point out on here if you look at this list you could argue that a, a uneducated or unfamiliar person 
would say that right now this indicates a really good spread as far as the top factions go. Does anyone notice a symbol missing from the top? Like, I'll just say the top 10. Not at all present. Hmm. Isn't that the Empire? Not well, one Imperial. Yeah. yeah. You have to go all the way down to Vader, who's below Lando and Rick. And then yeah, this is proper. One. You have yep. to go all the way down again to Duchess, who's below <laughs> Hollow, and the M3A. That Vader has a crazy cut, um, a cut win rate, though. That is yes, that is extremely interesting. Um, we're not going to call that a small sample size. It is somewhat comparable to uh, two of the other ships above it. We'll say Luke yeah. and the Zeta, the Zeta uh, Survivor. I mean, the the cut rate for Vader is not terrible. I mean, fourteen percent is comparable to Luke, uh, better than Boba Fett, probably because tons of bad players are taking Boba Fett. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I think people are afraid uh, to take Vader because they don't have their crutch of afterburners, right? So you have to play a much, I think that's uh, exactly it. A much more patient, uh, smarter game uh, with Vader. That doesn't mean Vader's bad. Vader's amazing, um, particularly because there aren't, you know, there's no wedge, uh, you know, to, to burn him down. Uh, a couple of the it. other natural predators are missing. Um, but... If you fuck up once and oh, is it wait is this a family friendly podcast did I just ruin that? No, go ahead. Okay, if you hey, fuck up once, everybody gets it's over. one. Okay. <laughs> oh shit, that was two. Oh no, there's three. Oh uh, fuck. <laughs> okay. yeah, well, luckily, you have a very professional and dedicated editor. Uh, I don't know who it is. It's not me. So I think I think Vader could be doing much better in this meta. I just think that people have decided it's not worth it. It's not worth it to have I to. Think I think they're. I think the wording, the way you would say it is, without a guarantee of being able to outbid Fenfet, and with you know drones being out there, Vader is too high a risk without afterburners. Yeah, but that's interesting, right? Like, like what we're seeing is drones kind of aren't out there, at least in the numbers I, recently that I would have thought. So maybe there's an opportunity there for a really smart Darth Vader player to just wreck face. Yeah, for those who uh, we're gonna post this list when of this uh, link when we. Uh, put up the episode. Darth or the Trade Federation drone is somehow appearing in barely half, not even barely half the matches of Boba Fett, who is the most popular ship on this list by far. Like by better than twenty percent, I think. Yeah, yeah, better than twenty percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ben, even Sam Samino has famously said in chat, "quote unquote," yeah. I've always been a scum player. <laughs> I'm sure you saw that, which I mean, of course we all know is complete bullshit. I mean, the the funny thing is, is that you know what's what's really happened is that the meta has broken Sam because he can't play his beloved Jedi, yep. uh, his multi repositioning aces. So hey, why not go to Boba Fett in that case? I was gonna say multi repositioning healing aces, <laughs> right? right? That's like that. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, and, and also, hey, he can play two ships, which is his dream. That is mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Sam does like to cut down on the number of decisions. I challenged him a couple days ago to play <laughs> to to recreate his uh, famous uh, Luke or not Luke uh, Anakin Obi and a um, Anakin Mace and a torrent list where he played uh, Boba Fett dial up. <laughs> Just as, and and of course he did not take up that challenge, but I think I'll be I think I'll be able to bully him into it one day. Um, <laughs> Is there anything else on this list that surprises you guys? Uh, Obi Wan, I would um, I would say that the Republic has a higher percent rate for like cuts, 
but Obi-Wan being straight up 75% cut win rate, that's that's pretty insane. The Republic True. is still pretty strong too as far as hyperspace is concerned. Yeah. Are they though? They're two uh, their two best pilots, Obi and Rick. You're looking at a 43% win rate outside the cut and 40 for Rick. Yeah, that's also not very good either, huh? I, I think what I it's not a surprise to me, but I think it may surprise listeners. Uh, so as I said earlier, I think Nam Lum is probably as good a piece as Scum has that's not named Fett and Fen, and seventeen yeah. percent cut rate. So it's not appearing to me. It's just not pe- appearing enough lists. If you're, you know, Nam Lum is really great, folks. Get it before it gets nerfed. Yes. Speaking of get it before it gets nerfed. Let's take a look at the cartel spacer with a twenty-one percent cut rate. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the little. I would argue that a two no ship has been be shitted on as hard as the as the M three A interceptor until this last points ad- uh, adjustment. Yeah. And here it is officially making its entrance at twenty-one percent, a sixty-three percent game winner, and a sixty-four percent cut win rate winner. Yeah. I mean, a, a swarm of cartel spacers with auto blasters is kind of unfair. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, it's yeah, it's there's nowhere you can go that you're you're going to eventually get flanked and you're going to eventually have crits go through. Uh, yep. It's 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 really good. I, I, I honestly I don't begrudge this at all because, as you say, it has been really a forgotten hole uh, yeah. for for many many people. And um, you know, the the unique pilots are still kind of garbage. Uh, except for Sunny Bounder, but the Cartel Spacer is great value. P- plug right. in, plug in that Auto Blaster cannon and go to town. Yep, yep. M- multiply by five and go to or town. Or six. Or six. <laughs> or seven. Or seven. To, it's, it's entirely up to you. You can fit seven of those w- with Auto Blaster cannon, but you're better off if two of them have tractor. Make it even worse for your opponent. Right, right. <laughs> no, no. Make it even worse for somebody with a medium base who thought they got out of. Make it worse for somebody with Boba Fett who thought they arc dodged like five of them. Right. And literally bring your ass back here, boy. I mean, if you want to go hunting Boba Fett, that probably is a an amazing counter. Yeah. Right. Oh, you Dude. you you reroll right. Oh, yeah. how do you feel rerolling one die? Yeah. I just... <laughs> Suck it. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden he's, re- he's re-rolling one die against five or six right. uh, four die attacks that, where the crit cannot be avoided. As you said, the nightmare is I've got two die shots and that's Boba Fett. Fuck. Yep. Oh, but you only have one green die now. Pe- this, peace. Every, every single list I have written in this meta <laughs> has had a, probably had a tractor beam in it at some point, specifically because Boba Fett destroys Rebels. Yeah. Like people do not, if you haven't played rebels, you do not realize how much of a problem this guy is. If you're playing five X wings and he gets to you, it's over. You will never beat him. He will You'll never shoot him dodge. again. Yeah. You know, yeah. he'll arc dodge three of them. He'll kill the other two. And that's while Fen is tearing chunks out of your ass. Right. He's right. Right. Of, I think two ships in the game that can close from outside range, outside range three, where you have the best chance of killing him to inside range one. Like, Ben can do it, and maybe, like, the Jedi can do it. I can't think of anyone else. So here's something interesting. I just I just saw this as you're you're looking at – we're looking at stuff to pick. Um, dude, your boy Kid Flash has a 100% cut win rate. Well, yes, but 
What's the other part, Drew? That's a three, that's uh, instead of three games. Yep, 45.45% win rate, yeah. It's one guy who went ham. Not only a 45% win rate, his, his cut rate is six. So, let's not get excited here. So you're telling me there's a chance. Right, so you're telling me there's a chance. I mean, if, you're, if we're going to say that, I'm just kidding. There's a – oh, my God, I can't believe that I actually found this. Um, Horton Psalm is the lowest ranked rebel rebel ship with a zero percent cut chance. So apparently, even he doesn't have a chance. Uh, <laughs> who is our lowest? Who is the lowest with an appearance in the cut? It's Zertic Strom, who is a tyrant in regular games, but once you go into the cut, it's over. <laughs> I was about to say Merrick, but yeah, no, that's nine percent winner for the people who bring Zertek. I, I do have to how. I do have to say that my 1.0 PTSD is well served by the fact that Major Vermeil has a zero percent cut rate. Oh, that, oh, that, that warms yeah. that warms my heart. It does. It does. Also, we <laughs> want to give a shout out to the five guys running Padme. Um, you're brave. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't work out for them very well. Wow. Uh, on that note, guys, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Um, we could go through, we could tear this list apart for a full episode, but unfortunately this is a situation of incomplete data and we just picked what yeah. we could. Yeah. It's a very, very long list as, I, as I'm looking at it now, I'm like, Oh my God, there's like so many things we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the data is going to get better. Uh, you know, there have really thought, still only been a handful of yep. hyperspace events. Uh, yep. so, yep. you know, yeah, he's, it, it, whoever is running this is not inputting every single store championship. Um, because if he did, Oh God, <laughs> But, Ben, thank you very much for joining us, sir, and enlightening us about the dangers of Nam Lum. I must admit, uh, I laughed at him when he joined the game, and I have paid for that hubris. Oh, he's so good. I Dude, I, I laughed when I when he's, was it three or four points cheaper than the when, than the regular contraband? Oh, I was God. like, what? Yeah. That's, no, no. And, and yeah, and, and then I stopped laughing. I mean, <laughs> as, I you, as you know, Drew, one initiative is worthless. Uh, no, it's wow, wow. Hey, I used I used three of them to make the world's cut like sixty million years ago, so it's okay. There's something there. There's something there. It's, yeah, he's 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 good, and I do think that he's going to be one of those ships that gets hammered pretty good. Um, when when we get around, I, you know, they they put out that aces and hotshots pack. They wanted people to play those ships, so here we are. Right, yeah, right. Lenya, unfortunately, not denting the game as much as a lot of us thought she would. Mm. So yeah, well, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed absolutely. it. I'm very glad to finally get you on. It's been uh, in the in produ- one of the goals for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Drew, go ahead and sign off, buddy. Well, we miss you, Ben. Come back soon. <laughs> we'll see you. I'll be I'll be there <laughs> at some point. Ben, are you be on the no, I uh, what? it sold out before I could prove that I was going to still play competitive X-wing. So, uh, I I am going to actually run a store champs up here this summer. Uh, so my store is going to run its first store champs ever, and I will be running that. So I will uh, try to get a few people co- to come up here from the Bay Area. I'll try to go. I'll try to go. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will, of course, talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. <laughs>